0: This is the old trailblazer broadcast coming to you this morning from the studios here at Radio Missions. Our mailing address, if you care to write us, is Radio Missions,
1: post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Brother Albert Pendarvis, the pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers,
0: speaking to you this morning and inviting you to tune in each day, Monday through Friday, to hear an old-fashioned gospel message. The old parson, Pastor L.R. Shelton, uh, known as the old trailblazer, is long, is gone to be with the Lord. And I know that I'm attempting by the grace of God to step into his shoes, and that's a big order, to be true to your soul in preaching the gospel, in preaching thus saith the Lord. In our last broadcast, we began to to speak a little bit, telling you how that we here at Radio Missions believe that the Bible is a verbally inspired Word of God. That's what we believe. That's what we preach. We take a stand against everything, anything and everything that does not come directly from the Word of God. That's the basis of our preaching, the Word of God. Our old adversary, the devil, Satan, has attempted over the years, all of these years, to destroy every vestige of the true Word of God you may ask, why is that so? And what difference does it make which Bible we use? My friends, we uh, recommend highly the St. James, King James Version of the Gospel, King James Authorized Version. And we see in, the, in that book, in, in the Gospel of John, chapter 8 and verse 32, we find these words. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's why we hold out for God's verbally inspired word, because it's the truth. Why would you want to hear anything that's not the truth, my friend? Why would you want to go off on a tangent on these new versions of these new Bibles that they have on one-on-ever Every shelf that you see in the bookstore has a a new version of the Bible. They have Bibles now for children. They have Bibles for old people. They have Bibles, and none of them are the true Word of God. They've been doctored up and altered and made to suit the fancy of man. But uh, God's true Word is the only way a sinner will ever be saved, by reading and studying and seeing Christ lifted up uh, through the pages. And then he sees the truth about the uh, virgin-born Son of God, That's how we know that Christ was virgin born, through the verbally inspired word of God. Satan would have us to believe that there is some good and ever poor soul that lives. These modern day preachers that we hear on the radio, and we see on the television, we read about in the books and periodicals that come across our desk, they're controlled, uh, many of them, by Satan. Yes, you say, well, that's a harsh statement. No. They're controlled by Satan to do his bidding. Satan has his preachers. Satan has his emissaries on every hand. Now, that's not a strange doctrine to me. I know it to be the truth. You ask me, what is another gospel? We hear so much about another gospel. Well, it's the preaching of half-truth. Just a half-truth. You know what a half-truth is? It says that man can be saved when he desires. That's a half-truth. Man can't come. God's Word says you can't come to me. And except the, the Father draw you. That's God's word. But man preaches, uh, these modernists preach that you can be saved whenever you desire. You can be a, a whoremonger or a harlot there on the street and just meet in some bar room and watch the TV and take a, make a stand say, say, uh, I want to give my heart to Jesus. And they call that salvation, my friend. All man has to do is trust Jesus, they say, and make a profession of faith. What shall Believingism, what shallow religion! The old trailblazer used to make this statement. He said that don't even that doesn't even smell like religion. That doesn't even smell like salvation, and that's true. But that's what we have today, my friends. Our churches are filled to the brim with folks who know nothing of their depraved heart. I know that I I, I see on every hand those things. I know of uh, instances where young children, ages seven, eight, nine years old, have, have been uh, talked into coming down to the front of the church and giving the preacher a hand. And that man stands there and tells that child that they're saved and saved eternally. What a farce. But most folks look at the church today as a place to socialize, to play ball. A lot of our churches now have bar rooms over in the educational building, they call it. That's where they have they get their education. They have a ball field. They go out in the marketplace and buy all of this uh High-priced ball field equipment, lights, and all those things to entertain uh, their 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 members. That's where their, inter- their members get their entertainment. That's where they come to be uh, they, they, to play ball, and then they're entertained lots of times by these touring groups and these great long uh, sleek buses that they uh, use, with all that uh, high-powered music, musical instruments they bring with them, the religious. Uh, things that they sang, what they call religious gospel. I never get so tired of hearing gospel singers, my friend. That's not the gospel. The gospel is that Christ died for sinners. Do you hear any of those lyrics saying anything about Christ dying for sinners? No, they never mention the sinner. And then there have, they have folks who watch religious movies. They see nothing wrong with it. They shut down their evening services on Sunday evening and have a movie in the church. And then afterwards, they have cake and ice cream, and those things are all right. But to play a, relig- a religious movie and, and palm that off as preaching the gospel. What did, what did Paul tell Timothy, my friends, there, that little young preacher that he uh, raised up? He said, my, my young preacher man, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Be instant, in season and out of season. Reprue, reprove, rebuke with all long-suffering. But, my friends, the, the emphasis was on preach the gospel. You think showing a religious movie is preaching the gospel? No. I just don't believe that the Lord ever in, 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 ordained that gospel movies, houses, movies would preach the gospel. I just don't believe it. Yes, they watch those movies and neglect the preaching of the gospel. They say, well, uh, one service on Sundays is enough. Our people gets enough. My friend, I, I just... I'm appalled at it myself, and then I don't see much of those. uh, I'm not mixing those things. How how much goes on that we don't even know about? We're in perilous times, my friend, and I know and realize that we're like old John the Baptist. We're standing alone, basically. How many folks do you hear crying, repent, repent for the kingdom of God is hand? How many folks do you hear who has warned you uh, generation of vipers? Who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Do you hear your preacher uh, warning anyone to flee from the wrath of God? No, I don't. I don't, my friend. We're seeing a rapid growth of the churches, church membership these days. You go there and you will not find them as a rule, speaking of how God saves a sinner. You want to you wanna see if your a preacher's preaching the truth? Wait and see. Just just listen. Ask if he ever asked you how and when God saves you. My friend, that's what the minister all about. That's what God's minister is placed here for, to be true to your soul. Uh, no, it's a mostly a social club these days, seeing how much better the ladies can dress up or outdress or the other folks. And I know what I'm talking about. I've been there. You ask me, are you a sinner? And they, you ask them, are you a sinner? And they say, well, I try not to be. I'm doing the best I can, and God will take care of the rest. I saw a a sign billboard the other day said, you take the first step and God will take the rest. My friend, that's so foreign from God's word. But uh, those, those things are not salvation. God's word tells us that Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. We just don't see lost sinners today, do we? Once we had an old missionary uh, here in our ministry who helped meetings for us occasionally, and in the meeting he would say, invariably, somewhere in his message. He was uh, uh, had broken English, had no education, hardly could read and write, but the Lord had saved him. And he would say, it's neither this, it's neither that. Speaking of in that broken dialect he had, he would repeat, it's neither this, it's of that. Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? That's what he would say. Are you a sinner? He'd hold that hand, point that hand at you there in the audience with that old crooked finger. He'd say, "It's neither this, it's neither that. Christ died for for sinners. Are you a sinner?" We here at the old Trailblazer broadcast have never gotten away from that statement. We we uh, repeat it often. Christ died for the ungodly. He died to save the outcast. He, the sinner who has seen himself and knows that he is unworthy. Yes, he has, but he comes to see that he is the sinner that Christ died for, my friend. And, and there's that praise in his heart for mercy and grace that Christ died for him. Could I ask you this morning, my friend, can you say from the bottom of your heart that Christ died for your sins? Uh, he died for me. He washed me and cleansed me and made me a new creature in Christ. He is all in all to me, but where does man come to see and to know that he's a sinner in need of God's grace? Only by reading and studying, and, and the holy the Holy Spirit taking God's word home to him. John eight thirty two again we read tells us he shall know ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make shall set you free, or make you free. My friend, God's word was left here for our learning. In it, we find what we are by nature. The Holy Spirit of God deals with our heart about our sinful condition. And God's word confirms everything that the Holy Spirit shows us. Not only that, but Christ is lifted up as our Savior uh, and, and through the word, through his word. Not some dream or vision or fantasy. Those things are of Satan. Uh, that's the realm he works in, in visions and dreams. But God's word is for his child, my friend. His love letters to his child. The Bible was not written for the infidel, the atheist, the modernist who deny uh, that it's God's Word. Uh, No. I read where uh, someone was told by a friend, Why don't you leave the Bible alone? For you're always complaining about what the Bible says. And he answered and said, "Uh, I can't. Uh, It won't let me alone. My friend, my prayer is today that the Bible won't let you alone. That God's Word will will, uh, badger you until you turn to the Lord, as it were. Oh, yes. Uh, My prayer is that you won't neglect your salvation today. Man's only hope of heaven is found here in the pages of God's Holy Word. Christ, the virgin-born Son of God, is lifted up on every page of the book. We see him going to the cross. He went there voluntarily. No one forced him to, to do that. Why did he die, you may ask? He died that sinners might live, my friend. He died for me. He died to pay that debt that I owed. Oh, yes, what a debt. We could not pay that debt. I couldn't. Only the blood of God's Son could cleanse that stain from my, own, from, from my load of sin. No, uh, no good works. No self-righteousness. No, they've uh, uh, have you, no, my friend, have you ever seen yourself as a needy sinner? I have. Have you ever come down to the place where you wanted Christ more than anything else? I have. Do you ever stop to realize uh, that the, all those things, uh, the only way to go to heaven is by the Lord Jesus Christ. No one wants, everyone wants to be saved, but no one wants to come on, their, on God's terms, my friend. Yes, men and women want to tell God how to, how to be saved. But the scriptures tell us, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Is he your Lord today? He's mine. I, my friend, I hope that you'll tune in with us each day, Monday through Friday, to hear these messages that the Lord is laying upon our heart. We, we just pray for you and that the Lord will uh, take his word home to your heart. I know man can't open a heart, but the Holy Spirit can. And may we just uh, depend upon you tuning in each day. Tell your friend that the old Trailblazer is still on the air, bringing God's message from day to day every morning at this time over this gracious radio station.
1: Uh, the old Trailblazer broadcast Brother Shelton started many years ago back there in the 50s. And I have many of those messages that he brought uh if you'd, if you'd be interested in hearing a few of them, you write me and let me know, and we put together some of them. Back then, he had all the old sound effects with old Dan walking and clippity-clopping and splashing through the water in the motorboat going down to the bayou, and they're very interesting. I listen to them sometimes just for to uh, re- uh, think about old time. But if you'd like to have a half a dozen or so of them, you write me and let me know, and maybe we could do that for you, get them put together. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785 and my website radiomissions.org hear us again tomorrow at this same
0: time until
1: then goodbye and may god bless you Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and Morning Worship Hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions internet radio station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.